0: The Weekly Fantasy Roundup, hosted by Andrew Skinner and Joel Bryant. Welcome back to another extremely late edition of the Weekly Fantasy Roundup. I am finally joined by my co host, best pal, Joel Bryant. What's going on, friend?
1: Oh, you know, I was just uh, sitting around writing my memoirs, doing an oil painting, and I uh, thought I'd pull the plug on that and come here so you can ask me the same stupid fucking question you ask me every week.
0: <laughs> well, nice of you to take time out of your busy day <laughs> to join us.
1: had an emergency to deal with.
0: Yeah, fuck your emergency. Happy, uh, Happy Father's Day, friend.
1: Cape? No. You, too? Yeah.
0: It's as close as it gets.
1: I reciprocate.
0: Did you get a little uh, Father's Day butthole punching from your partner? No, I did not. Maybe a little (laughs) salad tossing?
1: But I got a bunch of hot sauce.
0: Whoa, nice.
1: I end hot sauce, too.
0: So you'll be uh, burning your old butthole off.
1: And there's some candy in there. I'm going to get into that right now.
0: Is that Hot Ones by chance?
1: No. it's. Uh, you ever had that Heartbeat? No.
0: Nope.
1: Heartbeat is from Ontario. It's really good. But I've there's some other it. ones I've never tried before either.
0: Send me uh, send me over a link. I've never heard of it. I'm not a huge hot food guy, but I like mildly spicy, we'll say.
1: Oh, these are habanero ones. So you're
0: you're fuck. Habanero candy? That just seems like... Peter's. No, no, the hot sauce. Okay. Watermelon candy. Okay, that's that's mild. That's more my cup of tea. Mm. Like this. Yeah. I uh, I went out to lunch. I went out to Wings years ago with a co-worker of mine, and he signed some waiver and got the hottest wings on the menu.
1: Yeah, Duke- I've been with somebody who did that, and I, I'm not into that hot, now, but...
0: Dude, power through him. I'm not not kidding. I know I like to exaggerate things. You know me, exaggerating the truth week in, week out. But this dude was sitting here eating these wings with his hand on either side of the wing. And the fucking sweat Mm -hmm. was pooling on his forehead, man. I shit you not. I'm like, Brian, man, you look like you just fucking ran 5K.
1: I believe you because I've seen it firsthand. And it does look like that. Just the the color of purple that the person turns to.
0: But he fucking powered through like a champ dude was like 60 odd years old too
1: we got some habaneros from the one of the greenhouses out here and we were driving down the road and nikki was like "They can't be that bad give me one of them and she just fucking chomped down the pepper in the car she almost passed out right
0: oh yeah just took a a bite of it just took a bite of
1: it chewed the whole pepper up wow i was like that's a bad idea
0: yeah bad idea regret that and she did yeah, I'm sure she did. Live and learn. I hope you had a good Father's Day, friend. I'm sick. You have been sick for a long time. I know. Have you considered seeing a doctor? I have. And have you taken it upon yourself to actually do that?
1: Yes. I've also done everything the doctor told me to do. All right. It's been a long day, man. My house has been like 30 degrees.
0: We don't really get that kind of heat here in Newfoundland, so I can't say I know what you're going through.
1: My thermostat died, so I couldn't even, like, no AC, no fan, no nothing.
0: And let me guess, you knew within minutes when that thing had busted. Oh, yeah. Your house got real hot real quick. Congrats. I'm happy that you got a fix on Father's Day. A little Father's Day gift to yourself. Thank you. Let's dive headfirst into week 10, what is going down. 7th mm-hmm. stretch in Major League Baseball. Let's uh, start with you, friend. Looks like you are going to get back in the saddle with a convincing win. You've actually moved up a couple points today. Was this not 7-5 uh, at some point?
1: We were, I think you can pretty much call it a tie over the weekend because he yeah, was ahead and then I was ahead, but it was, it was really close. That's right. And I kind of pulled away today.
0: I had the blurb all prepared. I remember when you asked me last week after I lost another close one, you said, when was the last time you won a match? Do you remember? And I was going to do something similar with you, and then you flipped the script on him. So, no bueno there. Damn. That's all right.
1: Pretty, Don't you hate it when that happens?
0: Pretty good week from you. Your bets were wishy-washy. The 262 average little concerning. Just good enough. Uh, the walk's way down, 17, stolen bases, two, not good enough. Home runs, nine, typically good, not against Spencer. 42 RBI, good, 109 total bags, good. You're pitching, however. You know, you
1: know what's funny about the two stolen bases? What's that? They were by mistake? They both came today. They both came from the same guy. His name is Javi Baez.
0: Whoa. The, old the old guy did pro-
1: something baseball-related.
0: Project? hmm Project? That's the first for- thing he's done all year. Sneaky Joel project coming through in the clutch. Well, okay. See what happens. Two stolen bases, yeah. He's now up to three on the season. His ownership is plummeting, minus minus 4% last day.
1: As far as the project goes, he's been not very good.
0: Is he like borderline waiver fodder? Or If I
1: needed the roster space, maybe, but I've got – Two or three guys that can go before him if I really wanted to.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's one of these things like Project or not, you just got to eat it because the second you drop oh, it, yeah. you know, that's going to flip a switch for him to. Someone's going
1: to scoop him up and he's going to go nuclear. That's right. Probably you.
0: Uh, maybe. I'm reaching for whatever I can get. Although my bats were not a problem this week, but we'll get to that eventually.
1: See, that's enough for me to
0: hold them for the rest of the year. Yeah, fair enough. As uh, wishy washy as your bats were, you're pitching was, uh, shall I say, pristine. Wow. Six wins, way over a K per nine. A nice shiny 259 ERA and, and a glistening .88 whip. Eight quality starts? Whoa. Saves plus holes, you don't give a fuck about it. You punt that every week, so whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the only one Spence managed to get, and with this four, it's basically, by default, Spence went against any team who even put anything in the saves plus holes Four ain't going to cut it. So Spence is gifted saves plus holds. here and home runs with 11. That's also very nice. Uh, you just edged him in runs by two. Total base is pretty close. Ten. RBI, you got him by four. Average, you got him by three points. So this could have went the other way. if a couple of categories. Yeah. Swung in his favor. So I think he can
1: still swing batting average because we both have a couple bats on the go right now.
0: That's right. He's got a brave. So if
1: he flips that, we'll be back up to eight five.
0: Braves zero for three on the day. If Abreu gets you hit, seventh, he's due up now second. If Brave come through the hit, I don't. Although I don't think, I don't think he can swing at three points. Maybe if Abreu gets a hit, and then Robert and Tucker come up,
1: he's got Abreu and Pollock, and I have Robert. Oh, and Pollock.
0: Tucker. Jesus, AJ Pollock. What year is this? Um, is he relevant?
1: No. 32% of Yahoo Baseball users think so. Yeah, that's not relevant.
0: Wow. Shocked. Maybe In fairness,
1: Spencer had to eat probably the worst week ever because he lost uh, Rendon, who – well, he said Rendon was a fucking dog anyways, but he bets to the IL, and he's lost Manny Machado today.
0: I think Spencer's got a bigger problem. This has been a few weeks in a row now. We've been talking about his pitching. Way, way below K per nine. That is – that's so far below nice. I mean, close, man. 84 and two-thirds and only 63 Ks? Ugh. 130 yeah. whip, gross. 468 ERA. Oh, my fucking God, man. What are we doing here?
1: It's not good. And no. he hasn't exactly had the batting numbers to make up for that either.
0: Right? Batting has been pedestrian. This team, this was a team, I mean, we've said this million times on the show. but This was a team I predicted to be in the uh, championship conversation early in season. This team is really falling off cliff. I don't know what to make of it. His pitching, not strong, too many fucking waiver dirts for him. It's going to make a move or two, I think.
1: Yeah, maybe. But spin- some of his, you know, some of those pieces that you would probably look to make, probably look to use in the move. He just probably lost Machado and he's already lost Mookie Betts, so Ooh, that see. limits your uh, your playing cards.
0: Machado, Dave, Day, Franco, IL, Bits, IL, Rendon, IL, Cripes! So maybe this team is just going through an injury lull.
1: I made him a move this, or I made him an offer this afternoon, where I was like, I will ask you to take a little downgrade, and in return, I'll give you an extra bat. And his response was, okay, I'll play. You can just give me Kyle Tucker, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the like, oh, okay.
0: Kyle Tucker throw-in. Yeah. I mean, if you're dropping someone, just well to put Kyle Tucker in there, right? I actually made what an offer. You? I'm feeling frisky coming off my soon-to-be win over the first-place team. Made a little offer. Tried to make a purchase of one of the teams who gets pumped every week. And he politely told me, no, thanks. I think I get this vibe. Just
1: Was that Mark by any chance?
0: I won't confirm nor deny that, but I get this vibe. (laughs) I get this vibe that some managers might take what we say on this podcast, maybe a little bit personally, maybe.
1: I hope so. What are are we doing with the rest of our week? If nobody's taking it personally,
0: (laughs) I think we maybe need to put in a little disclaimer, like, you know, even though it is being you on the show, we are playing like podcast characters, I guess, for league show.
1: entertainment purposes only, well, exactly. not to be taken as anything Gospel. remotely close to serious. Right?
0: But I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. The,
1: the owners of this podcast like to confirm that nobody who appears on it knows anything about anything. Yeah.
0: Anyway, as of this moment, you're up by score of nine to four. As you mentioned a moment ago, the only category that can really swing this point is likely average. Four RBI, a uh, four RBI deficit for Spencer is possible, but it is in the seventh. Pollock, I don't know if Pollock has any RBI this year, so I do see that happen. Maybe Abreu hits a grand slam. Maybe I don't know. I don't think that's going to change, but maybe maybe average changes. So you're going to win at least nine to four, possibly eight, to five. So how does it feel to be back in the saddle?
1: I never really got used to how it feels to be out of the saddle.
0: I mean, 12 to one, that's 12 to one loss. That's got to at least give you a taste of what it's like to be the bottom. It's
1: One loss in like nine weeks. Like yeah, I guess I was getting real used to losing, and I'm super happy to be not doing that anymore.
0: No, not used to losing, but a twelve to one loss is pretty.
1: Oh difficult. yeah, that's that's square in the ass.
0: Like when you lose, say eight to five or seven to six every week. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever, it's a loss. You know, you don't have to feel too bad. It's one of these weird situations where you don't feel good about your team, but you don't really feel bad about your team either. You're just not getting wins. But when you lose twelve to one. That's one of those losses where you start to question what's going down.
1: I think you just got to write it off as a week against camp because everybody's taking it. Yep.
0: And that's a you segue. Know, that is Segway? a segue. Speaking of taking it from Cam, put it on everybody's the belt. Everybody's doing it. In the battle of the Camerons, battle of the Cameron neighbors, Cove Cowboys stuck it to put it on the belt, currently leading by score of nine to four. Pinch me if you've heard this before. Cam swept the batting categories. What a shock. Crazy. Home runs were close. He only won by one home run. But how about 38 to 12 runs, 38 to 29 RBI, 7 to 4 stolen bases, 30 to 23 walks, 129 to 90 total bases, and 328 to 209 batting average? Oh my God.
1: You know, one of these weeks Cam's team is going to hit like 305 and he's
0: going to be like, what the fuck happened to my team? Smash the panic button. Broken. Trade everyone. (laughs) Cam's pitching, though. Not fair. Cam's pitching, though. Still a problem. Yep. Going to need that Jake DeGrom thing to uh, work itself out sooner rather than later,
1: I think. Yeah, he's going to need that to hold up.
0: Not good pitching numbers from Cam. So,
1: K and nine,
0: K and any. Yeah, K nine. Seven it's, wins,
1: nothing wrong with that.
0: Seven wins is good, but did they come just from the maybe from his relievers? Uh, Adam Simber in Toronto got him a win. Michael King, reliever, got him a win. Iglesias, closer for the Angels, got him a win. Mm. Uh, you know, so maybe he got a few wins in places he normally doesn't. So, maybe a little fortunate in that regard this week, but. He had some implosion weeks, weeks. This guy, Jeffrey Springs, got pounded by the Orioles of all teams. Oops. That's not going to help the, uh, it's not going to help the numbers this week. Ashcraft got pounded. Oops. The old minus 13% ownership in the last day designation. Ooh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Whoa. Is that Jack Flaherty back? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They got him on ease back. He only threw three innings, and they weren't great, but he's back. Jack fucking how long is he
1: going to be back for?
0: Listen, man, dude's been out for a legit year and a half. I had him last year. If he's back, if Jack Flaherty can get back to Jack Flaherty, he's a very good pitcher.
1: Between Flaherty and DeGrom, there's are still going to go two different ways. Either he's going to really rip the ass off of everyone for the rest of the season now. Or he's going to lose his fucking mind when those two.
0: Right. IL, IL,
1: IL, IL. Right.
0: Then he paid a There's price. No That's right. I don't know about that. I think it's very likely that one or both of them, after their extremely long, extended IL stints, comes back and is productive. Look at Verlander, oh, yeah. man. Verlander missed all the time. He came back and he's fucking top pitcher in the league all over again. Not necessarily comparing Flaherty to Verlander. But he is quite good when healthy. So, Cam's pitching, not great. K-9, like you said, pretty good. 436 ERA, bad. 111 whip, pretty good. Three quality starts, not great. Three saves plus holes, not great. And camera side of the coin, he had a 389 ERA, pretty good. 114 whip, pretty good. Got to say, probably a bit of a hard luck loser there, 114. Yep. Uh, he managed to edge Jimmy Case, 69-64 with the bets. Cameron, well, let's let's give condolences to Cameron's 11 home runs being no good. But other than that, 29 RBI bad, four-zone bases, mediocre, 23 Very watts, pedestrian. Yep, 90 total bases, pedestrian. The average, 209 might be the worst average of the year for any given week.
1: No, we've we've had a couple under 200. You were one really? of them.
0: Really? Me? Mm-hmm. Was I? Yeah. Yep. I'll take your word for it. I'll never forget it, don't worry. I bet. All right. Uh, Let's see. I don't think there's much that can change here. Uh, Cameron's got a closer for Houston. Ryan Presley. Oh, it's possible, possible that Presley could swing whip Cameron's favor. He comes in, pitches a clean inning that could bring his whip down below 111. So, but for the moment, looks like the Cove Cowboys are going to be nine to four at best and at worst, eight to five. So, congrats, Cam, on yet another decisive win, climbing the ranks. Could find himself in first place very soon. Meanwhile, Cameron slipping below 500. He's got uh, 12th place, fucking staring him in the rearview mirror. Not good.
1: I think Cam might be going to first place this week.
0: Yeah, you think so? Could be. I don't know how many games Could he is be. behind Jeff. Well, we can segue. Let's see if Cameron's going in first place. Camel improved to 72-53-5. and five. Man, currently in first place, Jeff, is going to lose to me. Yeah, 12th place, Bartolo's Cologne, knocks off first place, Honey Nut Burials. How about that? I did it. I got a W, friend.
1: I can feel I Jeff just like, Ugh. yeah, I bet. Just ready to
0: barf. Yep. I lead seven to five. The only thing that can change is Altuve. If Altuve gets Jeff an RBI, we give Jeff that category, which will make it seven to six, but nothing else can change. I'm going to get total bases, I'm going to get everything else. So, best case scenario, I win yep. seven to five. Worst case scenario, I win seven to six. But in any event, the last place team has taken down the first place team. His bats were good, but my bats, other than the power, power numbers were great. But my my other categories were pretty good. Jeff would have had to have a pretty good week. I bet yeah. a three oh six. My average, my average has been good, consistent across the board. Just happened to keep running into it. Three oh six would have been good against a lot of teams this week. 101 total bases, good. 32 walks, good. Five stolen bases, okay. 23 RBIs, that's obviously a horrible concern. Three home runs is god-awful. And 36 runs, pretty good. And you know what? I got to say, objectively, my pitching was pretty good, too. But as we've mentioned a couple of times on the show already, Jeff's pitching is better than pretty good. And I was not Dennis. even close. My 334 ERA was... Just over double his ERA of 180. And my 118 whip was nowhere close to his 0.72 whip.
1: Just I, over double, eh? You sure you did the math on that one?
0: Did I say just over double? I meant just under double. I apologize. Okay, that's better. I apologize. Sorry, I waited Don't an worry. hour and 18 minutes to get on. I'm, my brain is kind of foggy. I'm
1: uh, tired from waiting. Uh... Fuck off. Just go.
0: I had 10 saves plus holds. Very good elite numbers. Six wins, too. A little uncharacteristic for my team. Uh, one quality start. Probably need to address that. Um, yeah, the power numbers were down. Uh, Harper missed a couple games this week, showing day to day. Other than that, uh, just my team did not hit the home runs this week. And Jeff O'Neill, king of the batting average, got one of them. He's only got four on the season. He had one of my dingers this week. So not a ton of power for my team this week, but I do like what I see in the bats overall. 306, pretty good. So yeah, I got to win. I'm excited. Are you excited for me, friend? Little Father's Day gift for the fantasy baseball gods? So
1: you think your propensity to uh, win saves and holds every week, you think they'll put that on the belt? Not to, <laughs> Not to copyright infringement or good oh. friend over at the put it on the belts or anything. <laughs>
0: put it but- on the belts. copyright flag strike one
1: it's Uh, not if i source him
0: that's right that's right you use proper citation well done uh i don't think i'll be putting anything on the belt that relates to my team or team name this season so no but it is a step in the right direction i have made some trades made some moves leading up to this so got the result i wanted I still, nice. believe, I still believe that my team can sneak into that seventh or eighth spot. Now, I don't think I can contend with the top four teams that we've listed in previous weeks, but playoff spot is a playoff spot. You never I think know. you should
1: keep all your pieces through the deadline and hope that you can get into that seventh, eighth spot and maybe just, just go on a run. Who knows? Get I'll get pounded.
0: If I make and then the you playoffs, can keep
1: Freddie Freeman at his $148 or whatever that will cost you. Bryce Harper at a smooth 120 something go with the proven Skinner model of how to select keepers. And then we can do this again next year.
0: I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I'm going to bring this up on the show just because I know he's listening and I know that he doesn't give a fuck if trade offers, if his offers get out on the show. One Aaron Bishop slid into my DMS this week and said Freeman Harper Edmund Holmes, 150 draft bucks. I was like, what the fuck?
1: Bishop's a madman, man, eh?
0: He is a madman. He was like, you don't even need to ask the group chat if you can get that dollars from anyone else, because I know you're not. And I said. He's
1: fresh off of, like, the biggest sell-off ever, and now he's trying to smash on the biggest rebuild ever.
0: Right, but this God, is love he said. Oh, that is fucking beautiful. Bishop's fucking great for fantasy, man. Not afraid oh, to yeah. fucking flip that narrative. If he loses nope. in two weeks, he'll be going back the other way. And so, this kid's is
1: why we're talking about the reigning TBLC defending champion.
0: That's right. Because he's a madman. He is a fucking madman. That's right. So, shout out to respect. Shout out to the reigning TBLC champ, Mister Bishop. Not afraid to blow it up. With the most massive offer. I said, And I said, Look, Skinner man,
1: style. You were like, I can't do it until we're closer to the deadline. And I can only get like $20 a guy.
0: No, but I did say I was leading Jeff nine to four at the time. I said, I got a chance to make a statement win here. Even though I didn't get one, I did get a win, but I just like the fact that I can kind of went toe to toe with the top team. So
1: you're like the seat on your pants. King of the world. your seat of your pants. Like you're winning for five fucking minutes and you're like, I'm back in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been just, I've been looking for that win well, to get me on the, the positive streak. Get me, get some uh, fucking good. Takes you can get. That's right. So anyway, with the wind, I'm going to prove all the way to 49, 73 and seven. <laughs> and Jeff, Still will in fall, there, friend. that's right. Jeff will fall to 65, 51 and 14. So I do believe that you are right that Cam will, in fact, be first place after this week. Shout out, Cam. First place. And
1: you're going to be even more lost than you were before.
0: Yeah, that's a great segue. Despite the win, I will not be improving my standing because the man I'm chasing, Mr. 11th place, the aforementioned not afraid to blow it up, rainy TBLC champ Aaron Bishop, blew the fucking yeah. doors. Off Buzz, eight to two currently leading. Ironically, enough, they are tied. Stole bases seven apiece. That's a fucking bad beat. That'd be good enough to beat most teams. Tied at three quality starts apiece, and tied at six saves plus holds apiece. So we got a very unorthodox eight to two score. Don't see many of them. Bishop decisively leading runs by twelve, home runs by two, RBI by two. Walks by 23, uh, losing total basis, average losing. Uh, Pitching, wow, very good week for Bishop in the old. Pitching department, 235.98, not too bad. Buzz this week wasn't too bad, although that whip, 141, kind of high. So, yeah, Bishop, again, is this three in a row for Bishop? Bishop's on a bit of a run. Bit of a run, yep. Sell the firm and then just fucking go on a run. Saturday, just works? needed to
1: get rid of all those overpaid prima donnas that were holding them back.
0: Yeah, that's right. Although I wouldn't say, I'm going to go on a limb and say Freddie Freeman was not holding him back. Pretty good baseball player.
1: He seems to be doing better without.
0: Shout out to uh, Rizzo, still getting it done. I'm going to be honest. When I traded him Rizzo in that deal, I thought I sold that the exact right time. That motherfucker. Yeah, you him. I told you. I thought I was. Well, that motherfucker has hit uh, yeah. three home runs in the last uh, four days. Dingers, dingers, a couple dingers.
1: Couple fucking sleepouts and the whole beer bottle. And waited till he was passed out. Slipped finger up his bum. Except you didn't.
0: Anthony Rizzo, number twenty-one ranked player in the season, <laughs> two thirty-one. Not great, but seventeen home runs. Hello even got six swipes. Old man Rizzo got six bags on the year. Well, anyway. How about that? And Bishop also got a little boost from uh, Riley Green, finally getting the call. Welcome to the big leagues. Detroit finally brought him up. He's up for the year now. Like with any young player, going to be lots of ups and downs along the way, I'm sure. But he's here. It's also noteworthy, going back to that, Trade that me and Bishop talked about. Bishop offered me pieces back too, including Green. He said, "Hey, get the lock in, man. It's a keeper, kind of like Bobby Witt." So I thought about it. It was one of these deals. Like, not only was he offer me a ton of bucks, but he was all, also offer me pieces too.
1: You just can't decide who you are. Uh,
0: I know who I am. I know who I am. Okay. All right. Anyway, Bishop with the win. It's going to improve, assuming things stay where they are. I'm going to have a quick look at these teams. Uh, the only thing that could change oh, Bishop actually just got a hold from Rafael Montero to nod up saves plus holes at six. So this is going to be the final score. So with the win, Bishop's going to improve to 51, 69, and 10. And Buzz is going to fall to 61, 63, 6. Both should be around seventh, maybe eighth, and Bishop might say eleventh. Might move up to tenth. Not sure. Congrats on the big win, Mister Bishop. Very um, nice. Very nice. How much? Let's move on to our next matchup. And you know what? I'm saying this team name, Sloppy Fries. Don't do it. Sloppy Fries. They're back. The fries are back. It's like when Hulk Hogan went to the NWO, and then all those years later came back Hulk Hulkmania. How do you not fucking like, yeah, Mania is back. And so I feel because like, it's
1: it's sloppy fries.
0: I'm excited, for and he still got fries. the picture. Yeah, the picture. Yeah. Hey, baby steps. We're dealing with Colin here. Baby steps, right? Don't want to push him too mm. hard. Otherwise, we get some fucked up team name next week. We don't want that. We got sloppy fries. We can live with sloppy fries. So, Sloppy Fries leading, oh, Lord, as it burns, by a score of 8-4. to four. I believe Mark said yet again, hey, look, I'm going into the weekend with a lead. Can't wait to see what the final score is. And lo and behold, oh, he got popped eight to 8-4. He did call that, didn't he? Yep. Let's be honest, though. This was battle of the, I don't want to say the inept bits, because it was Colin's uh, power numbers were good. But those averages are gross. 243 to 236. Oh, You would have beat both these guys on average. Oh, Even, Mark's pitching not good this week. That's not good. Mark's pitching is his fucking bread and butter. Anyway, so, yeah, Collins' pitching numbers were just good enough to defeat Mark. ERA 338 was pretty good. 105 whip. Okay. Seven wins. Pretty good. Five quality starts, good. Zero saves plus holes. You don't see that very often. Big fat nada. Mark's pitching. Mark's pitching is a concern here. Four wins is a down week for Mark. Way better than a K per nine. 82 Ks and 72 and two thirds innings, but a 409 ERA and a 120 whip, 128 whip rather. Wow, not good. Coupled with only three quality starts, that is not a pitching week that we are used to at a Mark. Looks like he picked up Brady Singer to stream. That's never a good sign. Michael Kopek got fucking blown up this week. Oops. Don't know who the fuck T Scott is. Tanner Scott from Miami. Oops. He got a uh, proper fucked up early in the week. Probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Probably did not do Mark any yeah, favors there. Yep. Hey, Mark, thanks for the pickup. How's a 40.5 ERA for you?
1: When did we go back to, oh, Lord, is it Burns?
0: I don't know. Wasn't that – Did Mark oh.
1: decide he needed some some fresh flair to, to buck the, the bad shit that's been going on or what?
0: Oh, what was his team name? Jesus Murphy at Burns? It was Jesus Murphy at Burns. Maybe he picked up Lord Escuriel Jr. or Lord Escuriel Jr. has been doing baseball things of late. Hmm. Whatever. Maybe he just, needed got geared,
1: yeah, he just needed some new juju.
0: Yeah. Mark said, fuck you guys for shitting on my team after that trade. I'm going to bring back the glory days of old Lordis at Burns. So. Also,
1: Kettle Marte hurt.
0: Yep. Oops.
1: Speaking of that trade and things that we probably saw coming. Luke forward had a decent week, though.
0: Yeah. Three we'll dingers. Three dingers. Yep. Yeah. Three dingers. How about, okay. Not totally on top Every of week source. I
1: look at Mark's team and I'm like, dude, you got to drop a bomb on it.
0: Speaking of dropping a bomb, how about when Bishop chimes in the group chat when we're talking about Luke Voigt and says that his fucking stack cast was bluer than a fucking uh, Smurf's balls. I fucking died.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Well, Yeah, I got lost on that whole conversation. I was busy doing something, and I didn't really take the time to really look at it, but I did see that comment. I fucking collared.
0: Well, Mark made a comment about um, Luke Voigt and how he's been productive hitting dingers, and I said, wasn't one of his dingers off a position player? Sure enough, the Cubs were getting blasted by the fucking Padres, and they sent in old Frank Schwindel, position player to pitch, and Luke Voigt just fucking turned on one of those fucking soft serves just sent it to the fucking upper deck <laughs> so but yeah oh boy his stack cast is bluer than a fucking smurse balls that one got me good more anyway. like the
1: more like collins team the less impressed i am with that too
0: yeah not a good week 12 home is very good 37 rbis pretty good i mean would be ever
1: going to come back don't know Oh, the no. whole albys thing hurts because Gavin Lux thing doesn't seem to be the best thing ever. Chris Taylor. Ugh.
0: Didn't Sal by bat like 320 with a whole shitload of dingers. Like he had broke, like 50 home runs last year. Right? Broke the catcher position. Now he's back in fucking 209. Yeah. Ten he managed to get okay. through the
1: piss testers for one year, and now he's yeah. back to being flagged. I think this Gorman thing is done with. That seems to be slowing down.
0: I think Nolan Gorman is going to be okay. I got Nolan Gorman in another league. Again, just another highly touted prospect that's going to have bumps in the road. So I think Strasburg
1: threw four and two thirds innings and then went back to the IL.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's done, man. We said it earlier in the season. That guy's done. Uh, Yeah. Collins got some issues here. 243. Like you said, a couple of those bats, maybe. He's running
1: out of flavors of the week. He needs some real players.
0: I mean, he does have J.D. Martinez, Mike Trout. I hear they're good.
1: Martinez is going to gas out eventually. Like This has got to be the year.
0: Is it? Look at those numbers. He's batting 342.
1: Uh, Season's not even half over. I feel like he's got to gas out. Last season wasn't the greatest for him.
0: No, I think he'll be fine.
1: He's old reliable, but I mean, I just can't see it lasting forever, but Trout, on the other hand, uh, can't Um, count that dude out, but also what a trade chip. He is going to get Tatis back at some point, but hard to tell what that does.
0: That's right. You know, he's not getting back at some point, Ozzie Albies.
1: No. No, he's not getting him back. R.I.P. Yeah, make a team name out of that.
0: Let's pour one. (laughs) Let's (laughs) pour one out for all my dead Ozzy Albies. There you go. I know that feeling been there, so it sucks. How about Mike Trout had a week? Seven hits this week. Five of them were home runs. Wow.
1: Mike Trout's going to do stuff like that, right?
0: Dingers only. Wow. Number fish. 11 on the season. Benton. healthy 291, 20 home runs, 41 RBI. Just does it every year, man. Mm-hmm. Every Every year. year. Anyway, so with the win, eight to four, I don't think there's anything to be decided here. Quick scan. Nope. So nothing's going to change here. Colin's going to be an eight to four. We'll improve to 64, 57 and one. And Mark continues to slide down the standings. Mark will be 53, 70 and seven. Good for probably, I think Mark might be 11th now. I think this might put Mark second last. Not good.
1: Season's almost lost.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not far from that territory either, but at least I got a W this week. And like I said, I keep convincing myself that my matches have been relatively close. But Mark's matches haven't been close and the numbers haven't been good, man. The batting is fucking putrid every week.
1: Yeah, I feel like we uh, are forced to dedicate a good portion of this show to shitting on Mark every week.
0: (laughs) Not shitting on him. Poor guy. Just, Just critiquing, aggressively critiquing his team. All right, let's move on to the final match of the week, the most decisive win of the week. Gary Nolan, a.k.a. Trim those sideburns, giving the old fucking heave ho, Trevor Bauer fist job to team dinner. 11 to two. Oh,
1: my God. Where the fuck did Nolan come from?
0: Well, I said it once. I said it again. His (laughs) pitching is good and it was good again this week to the tune of 80 strikeouts, 340 ERA, 120 whip, seven quality starts, seven saves plus holds.
1: Somehow dinner's team from top to bottom now.
0: Somehow seven quality starts only equated to one win. Gotta think, bad beat. So this could have been even worse than uh, an than
1: 11-2. Could have.
0: His pitching is legit. Bieber, yeah. Kluber, Kluber, man. Two-start week was very good. What? God damn. Corey Kluber? And he's
1: still to get uh, Woodruff back, too. So if he yes. gets a, a healthy, strong Woodruff back, yeah, he, he could and be a scary
0: team. He just got Shane Bez. Yep. First start was bad, got blown up. Second start, very fucking good. Six innings, seven Ks, zero ERA at .33 whip. One, what that What's that, one hit? Maybe two? Wow.
1: Pretty good. Yeah, Nolan's got pitching, and he's added uh, Mr. Lopez to that rotation.
0: Nolan's got pitching. Although, uh, at least in the short term, Mr. Lopez did him no favors this week, got blown up by the Mets. On Friday, but whatever. I think Lopez will be fine for Nolan's lineup. Right. Throw in a little Edwin Diaz, who's going to give you two to three save plus holds every week. The numbers are fucking huge for him.
1: Fucking hell.
0: This is a very good pitching staff, one that can compete with any staff in the league on any given week. Wow. Shout out to Shane McClanahan. We talked about him in week one. I said, and I think that guy's going to be good. Number nine player in baseball on the season, nine. Oh my God!
1: As a McClanahan owner, I really hope this keeps up.
0: Any chance that they got him on some kind of innings cap and they shut him down?
1: Well, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, oh, you got got him in
0: Bishop's League. Yeah. Oh, so that's a redraft. So at least in Gary's case, they shut him down. Gary, just keep him. Yeah. In your case, that would be a big loss to your lineup. Shit. Huge. Yeah. But for now, we enjoy the ride. Kind of like Gary Nolan's enjoying this 11-2 win. I'm sure he's sitting at home with a fancy bottle of something or other, being like, my team is legit. Yeah, Gary Nolan's hitting this week pretty good. 37 runs. Great. 11 home runs. Great. 33 RBI. Okay. Two solid bases. Not great. But Team Dinner only had one, so good enough. He lost walks, uh, 109 total bases, good, 261 average. Not great, but round average this week from what I've been seeing. So all in all, pretty good week for Gary and a very deserved 11-2 victor. Wow. Team Dinner, on the other hand, holy fuck, pushed the panic button. 22 RBI, the lowest total of the week. One stolen base, lowest total of the week. Seventy eight total bases. I mean, what are we doing here? I think this is just
1: a one off for him because he has been decent, but this, yeah, this is not a good week.
0: Yeah, maybe a one off, but it's a real ugly one off. So, yes, sir. I don't know if this is one that he maybe addresses things with. Like, oh my God, five thirty four ERA, one forty one whip. Fucking Christ. Yep. I don't. uh, I don't know. Couple teams trending in the wrong direction. Although Team Dinner, like you said, been kind of okay, wishy-washy-ish. Maybe he bounces mm-hmm. back next week. For the moment, he's going to fall to 58-65-7. And, and Gary is going to improve to 68-52-10. and 10. I want to say third for Gary, maybe. Third for maybe. sure. Also, uh... Charlie Blackman had a week. Things you can't say in 2022. Jesus. 423 new phone. Who this? That dude is. I'll be over as Shit. He's, yeah, maybe. He's watched the Rockies literally trade every one of his teammates over the last five years. That motherfucker's had to stick around, endure the pain. And he's still fucking slugging away. Yep. Anyway, those were the week 10 matchups. Let's fast forward, take a quick look at week 11. Speaking of team dinner, Segway, he's playing you next week. I picked dinner to win. <laughs> I bet you do.
1: Mm-hmm. Another bad loss for me. Damn.
0: Yeah, no, I'm feeling a real bad loss for team dinner, actually.
1: You fuck off. No.
0: No. Team off. dinner, don't coming do that. off an 11 2 ah, throttling. I think connection it's be even issues. Worse. I
1: can't hear you.
0: No, nope, you can hear me. You're
1: freezing.
0: No, nope, you can hear me fine. I predict the uh Nick Chiefs at least. I'm you know what? I'm saying team dinner gonna lose 11 2 back to back weeks.
1: No, do that. No, I think he's got a, a close win in him. Let's see, 8 5.
0: You've got uh Joe Musgrove with the vid. Know don't know if he'll get, you'll get a game at him this week. That's going to be he'll bad be for back. your team. That's right. It's
1: uh, just okay. the Rona. Everybody's doing it.
0: The Rona. Yep. Some of us, like you, apparently have had it for six months.
1: <laughs> Others tend to
0: get over it pretty quickly. Yeah, well. All right. And another segue, speaking of Gary Nolan, coming off as a big 11-2 win, he gets to play me next week, coming off a big 7-5 and five win. Ooh. Two teams pick Nolan. trending upwards. Yeah, I'm going to pick Nolan too. Yeah. Uh, he's got a pretty good team.
1: I hope it's, you somehow manage to come away disappointed. Whatever that outcome is, I hope you get it.
0: It's going to take for me to be disappointed. Well, if I lose worse than, say, eight to five, eight to five and up has been kind of my mantra. To me, whole, both disappointed
1: means means Nolan crushes you but loses, like, four players that occurred to serious injuries <laughs> in the process.
0: So best case scenario, Gary wins 11-2. to two. Trevor Story dies. Raphael Devers retires. Mm-hmm. Otani moves back to China. It's yeah. over.
1: <laughs> I don't think Otani's from China. I think that's
0: – is he from China? He's from Japan, is he? Yeah, um, China and Japan. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, myself – versus Gary uh, I'm going to pick Gary for win but I think in true Skinner fashion it's going to be seven to five eight to five ish
1: and it'll be a bunch of hard luck losses for you right
0: I am used to hard luck losses in the batting department my pitching been so runs. good.
1: no good 29 RBI no good
0: uh, I, runs. I hope that's no not good. the case Gary's bats have been okay but his pitching is very good so I think Gary takes the majority of the pitching categories, less maybe saves plus holds. So I get maybe one or two pitching categories. Yeah, I'm thinking eight to five or seven to five with a tie for Gary. Eight. Let's move on to a couple of teams trending in the wrong direction, 5.2 versus put it on the belt. Who do you like here?
1: I'm going to take the belts here.
0: The belt to put it on the belts. I'm
1: going to take the put it on the belts.
0: Yeah, are you picking? Spen- just-
1: Spencer had some uh, critical injuries this week that I think really fuck him up, and he was kind of reeling to begin with. He did, and uh, I like the the new added versatility to the to the belts batting lineup there. So I think yeah. this is a you know kind of like a nine four win That's for Mister Blair.
0: Yeah, I think uh, maybe, and we'll touch on the trade that went down in a moment. Uh, But, yes, Cameron did make a big trade, and I think he is rewarded for that. I think he does get a win. I think it'll be a narrow one, though. Cameron's team has kind of been 500 wishy-washy blase all season. I think he gets one of those typical Cameron wins. I'm calling Cameron 7-6 in the tight match of the week. Let's move on now to a couple teams trending in opposite directions, although I can't really say that about First place, hunting up Barrios and 11th place, no suit for you. No surprise.
1: you. And we agreed that that's rock bottom.
0: Rock bottom. Yeah. Okay. So, in that case, so, in, in that very specific frame of mind, he is trending in the wrong direction. Correct. So, I'm going to say, you know what? I, I think Bishop keeps it rolling, man.
1: This is going to be the coin toss matchup of the week for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I can go either way and convince myself on this one. I don't think Jeff will have a bit of a bounce back from his bats, but Bishop's going to Bishop's been hot, and I'm not going to count him out. No,
0: his pitching has been good. I did not been think good. Tony Gonsolin would keep it going, but what the fuck do I know? Number 16 player not in fantasy baseball,
1: yeah, seemingly
0: not much. Yeah, I think Bishop keeps it going. I'm going to say nine to four for Bishop. This is one where Jeff says, okay, got to make a purchase, got to buy a player to get me back on track. Yep. That's what I think. Let's move on to Hove Cowboys versus Sloppy Fries. Colin. You know what? I think
1: Colin's going to get killed this week. Uh, Yeah, might.
0: Cam's going to He's going to get bill.
1: drawn and quartered and Cam's going to have all of Colin's players heads on spikes around his house. Like it's going to be savage.
0: Co- the Cowboys are going to put the sloppy and sloppy fries this week, you know what I'm saying?
1: Okay, that was good day. Oh, Hey, yo. Good one.
0: I think Cam does what he does best, just murders the majority of the batting categories. Maybe Colin gets one the pitching has been not as consistent for Cam, but Colin's pitching looks like a atrocious. Of, yeah, a bunch of flavors of the week. Yeah, I'm calling Cam 10 to 3.
1: I'll go 11 to 1.
0: Ooh, with a tie. Okay. And last but not least, Old oh Lord, is it Burns versus Designated Shitters? Mark has been permanently trending in the wrong direction, and Buzz just got killed by trim those cybers. do the shitters turn it around is this the one that gets old Lordus burns back on track
1: i'm dying to give mark a win but i can't i'm gonna no. give it to the shitters
0: yeah i i can't. for i can't give it to mark either man i can't i want to i want to i want to as well but those bets are just so bad man they're so bad i want to so bad to quote Joel Bryant, his bets are devoid of talent. Devoid. That's a Joel word if I ever heard one. Do you know how many times yeah. you use that on this podcast? A lot. Too many. Too many. And too many when it comes to Mark's team, sadly.
1: So the yes. shitters have been on a bad run, but I can't help but think they get corrected no. this week.
0: Yeah. I think the shitters, I think this is the matchup the shitters needed. And I'm calling the shitters for a nine to four win. Yep. I also think Mark stays very consistent for Mark's narrative. And I think Mark goes into the weekend with a lead yet again. So not only am I going to call Buzz nine to four, but I'm going to call Mark seven to six on Friday. Oh wow. <laughs> that's for his okay. mantra leading I'm not every go weekend. That far. leading every weekend. And then losing by Sunday. So I think that trend well, that's- continues.
1: That sucks. That that happens, but that also does suck. that's that's part of the identification process that your bats aren't doing the job because it's about the whole seven yeah. days.
0: That's right. Now so, five day week. I mean, yeah. I think I was winning. Anyways. I think I was winning like ten to three at some point on Jeff earlier this week. I knew that wasn't going to stand up. So, this shit happens, man. It just sucks that I know. I get what he's saying. You go into Friday, you're like, all right. All right. Fucking four and a half days into this thing. i got to fucking leave. Let's do this. Especially when you
1: get it every week.
0: Right? Last two and a half days just falls off. It sucks. I get it. But that is why you play the game. So anyway, those are the week 11 predictions. Let's now move into trade discussions. A little wheeling and dealing. Oh, Joel's excited. Joel likes. His I made a trade. Joel likes his chicken spicy. I made a trade. Holy fuck! You traded with someone.
1: Yeah, and it was a big one too.
0: What sweet nothings did you whisper into this manager's ear?
1: Oh, don't be like that.
0: You know what? Because it's your trade, I'm going to give you the floor. Tell us, tell us what the trade was, and break it down.
1: Well, normally I would ask you to critique it because I know how I'm going to feel about my deal, but I can already tell that you're going to be a cunt about it. So I'm going to take you up on that. <laughs> so <laughs> I had completely given up on making a the deal. There was, I was shut down. I got an offer from Mr. Blair this morning, and it was it was reasonable, but I was like, I chewed on it for like 20 minutes, and I was like, fuck, it's too much, because he basically wanted three pieces for a three good pieces for Acuna. And, um, after I chewed on it for a bit, I sent him the offer that I sent him back, hoping that that would be like close to a middle ground or if not, it was something to work on. And he, he accepted it as it was. So party on. Party on. That's the story. I like it. I like it for both of us. Like if, if we were going to do the three, when I was thinking I was going to offer him a three for one back, I was going to offer him, uh gallon cause he'd asked for gallon and a Rosarena and glaber Torres. was going to be the third one. So I was going to offer him those three pieces for Acuna. And then I settled on the one that I sent him. Cause I thought it was a little more, it had more credible pieces in it. I just needed to get something else back. So I pulled Robbie Ray back too.
0: Nope. All right. So for those listening at home, the trade was my co-host, Joel Bryan sent Randy a Rosarena Hot shit to start the season, Taylor Ward and Luis Garcia to put it on the belts. Ron LaCunha Jr. and Robbie Ray. Woo-hoo. The old three for two dealio. Yep. Cameron got some depth. Cameron was quick to say in the group chat that he got some depth that he was looking for. Mm-hmm. And you got a couple of key pieces. You did the all three for two, got a couple of bigger names back. You'd give up some talent, no doubt. I'm impressed that you were finally able to trade a Rosemania after peddling him in every single trade offer you've seen for the last what four weeks.
1: Well, if he was it's not because I was desperate to get rid of him, it's because look at my outfield. If I'm gonna look to improve my outfield, who's the guy that That's I'm right. gonna trade? That's right. It's not gonna be Robert and it's not gonna be Tucker. Out of all the offers that I sent out, I don't think I sent out one offer that included Taylor Ward. Oh, really? Not one. I'm, I was happy to keep that guy and I even said to Cameron I was kind of bummed to give him up because you may look at him as like early season sensation. Who knows where he's at post-injury, but when he's putting it up, was fucking putting it up. He's a top five player in the league.
0: Yeah, he was. Yep. But uh, hasn't done much since he came back from that injury. And, and I uh, love Acuna,
1: but I hate to give up a guy like that for Acuna because you could be giving up a top five player if he gets back there. And Acuna always has that like is he going to stay healthy, or I think, am I going to get the notification that he's Ozzy albie one of these days?
0: I don't mind Taylor Ward rest of the season, but it feels like one of these guys that's just going to end up with, like, a 242 batting average, 23 home runs, 70 RBI, just an okay guy, you know. But Acuna yep. is a weak winner. And Robbie Ray has been kind of middlesome all season, but his last two starts have been fucking dynamite.
1: Well that's the that's the big wild card for me if I get a plug Robbie Ray I think you know I it's kind of a wash for me but if I get a good Robbie Ray could be a game changer
0: but this is the thing about Robbie Ray Robbie Ray has just been kind of he's ironically kind of like Cameron's team, Robbie Ray's just kind of been blase all year he hasn't had any blow up games but mm-hmm. he's just been kind of like you know, 540 ERA, 720 ERA, 450, 6, 750, you know. So his games haven't been ruining your weeks, but he hasn't been winning you any weeks either. But his yep. last two starts have been what he was doing with Toronto last year. Real fucking good. And, and if for this me, is- with
1: Alcantara, Musgrove, Gallon, like I've got pitching already, so I can afford to run that, that little gamut with Ray.
0: Yep. I like and this I, I kind of hated
1: giving up Garcia too because he's a he's a sweet keeper for next year.
0: Yeah. Oh, is he cheap? Cheap keeper tag?
1: He'll be he'll be minimum keeper.
0: Oh, he was a waiver pickup?
1: No, I drafted him, I think, for like 17 bucks or something like that.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah, this is one of these deals that I like for both teams. I just I think we said this about Cameron's team on the show before. Is it going to be enough? Is the question. Yeah. And I don't know if it is. Uh, I like it for me because I needed more
1: top end talent like Acuna, unless you know I was kind of overflowing with guys that I was having to sit somebody good on my bench. Between a Ward and a Rosarina, one of them was hitting my utility spot every day and could get pushed out by someone else. You know, but, Garcia uh, was
0: drafted for twenty six dollars. Twenty six. Bro- there you go. Rosarina was drafted for sixty three. He's too high to keep. Yeah, but I like too- to steal
1: for Cameron too because he's got too many. You know, he's got too many cans sitting throughout his lineup. And Those guys sink your fucking weeks. You got to yeah. fill out your spots.
0: Yeah, it's just a matter of whether or not Taylor Ward can get back to what he was doing early in the year. If this is the yeah. beginning of the end for Taylor Ward, I think this tray is a clear loss for Cameron and a clear win for you. But if Taylor I don't Ward, if Taylor Ward can even get back to like average production, like top seventy-five player, then I think this yep. is a win for both teams.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think that's probably where it'll fall.
0: It'll be interesting to see how this trade shakes out long term, how it improves Cameron's outlook. So
1: well, I don't think Cameron should be done. I think this should be like his first start, yeah. But I get it, it's tough to gauge when you just came off of a week playing Camp because he makes you second guess your whole fucking existence.
0: Well, unless unless you know, unless I play him. I wonder if Cameron makes a move to get rid of Juan Soto. Look at that batting average, Two. That's what I'm wondering. Is Juan Soto Ryan Howard? Is that what we're witnessing here? Dingers only?
1: I don't think so. I think Juan Soto just hasn't woken up yet, which makes him a tough sell.
0: He was definitely, without even looking, he was like 270s, 280 batting average last year. Oh, deep. easily. He was number one off every draft board this year, man.
1: Yep. I think he finishes the year top three still. That's just my gut shot feeling. but
0: The power is good, but that 218 is dragging him down every fucking week, man. Yep. And what's this keeper cost? 50 billion bajillion?
1: I think it would be 135.
0: Let's move on after discussing week 11 predictions. Let's move on to our favorite segment of the week. Three up and three down. Three up. Three down. Have you prepared for the segment this week, friend?
1: It depends on your definition of
0: preparation. Like preparation H?
1: That is a form of preparation, yes. On the whole, on the whole, preparation H is good.
0: Is that what the H stands for? Preparation
1: hole. I don't think so. But you know what? You do your thing. Like
0: I think Cam's opponent in the pool this week should use preparation hole.
1: And he should use it today so he's more preparation
0: <laughs> for
1: the week that's coming.
0: Oh my god. Preparation. That's
1: it. For everybody. <laughs>
0: Oh my! Okay, Fred, I think uh, I think you went first last week, so I think it is my turn. Because I set I set you up for the big uh, the big burn last week by picking oh, all. Camps you were players. so proud
1: of yourself. Too. I was proud. I did good. Good it was troll. So fun.
0: But then you won, so I couldn't. Huh. All right. You know what? I'm going to flip Gosh. the script the other way. My first up player this week, C.J. Crone, for one Nick Tau Chiefs. Nine for 25, batted a big fat 360. Six runs, three home runs, 10 RBI, 21 total bases for your team, friend. Way to go. Unlike Tay the Ward, CJ is looks like he's here to stay. Nobody saw this coming, but cheers to you for drafting him for probably a dollar, maybe. Didn't draft
1: him. We've been through this probably 73 times. Made a preseason trade. With Cameron Stoyles. And you're all fucking welcome for taking CG Crone off of Cam's hands. Because if he still had Crone too, we'd all be fucking golfing now. I forget exactly what the deal was, but it involved Ryu.
0: And, uh, Do you know what he was drafted for? Ooh, Ryu. Ryu. He was drafted for $5.
1: Well, there you go. Because now I'm desperate for keepers for next year. So I hope he keeps this up.
0: Yep, he's been very good. So congratulations, friend. You got the first up player of the week. Thank next, you. Next up player goes to Mr. Buzz, Paul Goldschmidt, 14 for 30 for a big fat 467. 7-1. Look at you
1: picking the number one fantasy player of the week.
0: Yeah, but see, I don't look at it like that. I just went through the matchups and he was there.
1: Whatever helps you sleep at night, friend.
0: Thanks. Uh, Seven runs, four home runs, 11 RBI, three walks, 29 total bases. He's also recorded a hit in every single game this week. I knew on, I want to say Monday or Tuesday, when he had that three home run game, I was like, I'm locking him in as fucking up player of the week, no matter the fuck what. So pretty stellar week for Mr. Goldsmith. Okay. Okay, my, My number three up player is one Nick Pavetta for Mr. Spencer. Anyway, Nick Pavetta, 15 innings pitch in a two-star week. Was good for 13 Ks, two wins, 120 ERA, 0.87 whip, and two quality starts. Nice week all around. What say you, friend? Who you got for three up?
1: I got to give Mark a W somewhere, so I'm going to give it to him right here. Luke Voigt.
0: Whoa! 10 for
1: 30. Six runs, three home runs, 10 RBI, 24 total bases, and a 333 on the week. That ain't bad.
0: That ain't fucking bad. You got it.
1: Mark needed that, man. He just needs something.
0: Um, yeah. I got one up player this week. Great job.
1: Go with Adam Duvall.
0: Adam Duvall? Whoa. Raise
1: your hand if you saw Adam Duvall coming. No. He didn't because he's on waivers. That's right. Six for 19. Four home runs, five RBI, seven runs, 19 total bases. Hit 316.
0: He'll be on waivers until Colin fucking scrambles to use one of his five ads immediately, first thing tomorrow morning. That's right. Like he does every week.
1: Colin's ready to just whack moles.
0: Yep. Colin's like got his browser pre opened with like six tabs open. Yeah. Wakes up at the beginning of the fucking new waiver week. Cling, clang, 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 done.
1: Palm um, plays pin the tail on the donkey. He just walks up with like 17 ribbons. Bam, done. See ya.
0: Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm done.
1: Who's uh, your,
0: friend? Who's your third friend? Ryan Mountcastle. There you go. Almost picked him myself.
1: 13 for 31, nine runs, four home runs, nine RBI.
0: All right. Excellent choices, friend. More impressive, you're prepared. Let's see. I wasn't.
1: I just I got the system here and it's working really good.
0: Whatever. Thanks for taking the segment seriously. Me and the listeners really appreciate it.
1: I was busy dealing with an emergency before.
0: Yeah. Okay? And and what about last week?
1: I don't like this segment.
0: Uh, there we go. Now we're talking some truth. All right. Dr. Phil's finally broken through to you. And you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I think this is stupid.
1: It's devoid of logic. It makes no sense. Don't know what the parameters are. I can't get my head around it. So I just picked three players to make you happy. And then I picked three players to make you happy again okay does it matter how i get there no fucking doesn't you get your six players we all walk away from this we all go to bed okay
0: just a bit of fun friend it's called entertainment we're in the entertainment business
1: we're all having fun aren't we
0: that's right
1: just fun all around
0: (laughs) wow okay moving on three down negative tacos first one for spence lucas giolito He got fucked up proper this week. In his one start, he managed to go five innings, only three Ks, big fat 14.4 ERA, two whip. He gave up seven hits, three walks, and two dingers versus Houston on Friday. He done got fuckled. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) He was part of the reason why he got
1: fuckled. Fuckled.
0: You know it. Big part of why Spencer's pitching was dog shit this week. The old 14.4 ERA, not going to help. My number two down player of the week, one Gene Carlos Stanton for Jeff. Big fat one for 16. Good for a 063 average. He had three runs, one home run, two RBIs, four walks, four total bases. Shout out that his only hit of the week was a dinger. Maybe... Could have threw in a couple singles to get his average up over 100. I don't know. I'm going to
1: be honest with you. I do a very limited amount of preparation for this, and when you do shit like that, it fucks it all up because now i got to find someone else. Yeah,
0: I'm real sorry to hear that. I have, like, five guys on each list every week, right? All right. And my third player of the week, pray, and he's on your list, too. One, Kevin Gosman for Mr. Colin Martin.
1: Take not on my the, list,
0: take from those fist bumps. He's Not on my list, okay. 2.1 innings pitch, three strikeouts for a cool 19.29 ERA, 343 whip. That is gargantuan versus the I wrote down LOL reels, the Low Reels, Baltimore Low Reels. Oh, He's, that's good, very
1: good. Thank you,
0: thank you. Mr. Gossman has given up 17 runs, 12 earned over his last. Over in seventeen innings over his last four starts, oh, he, he was yanked after just fifty-three pitches against the Low Reels. He started out the season real good, but he has been trending in the wrong direction.
1: Damn, so not you're good. Hear about your luck, Colin.
0: Yeah, well, I was thinking more Oof. from the Jays' perspective. They lost Robbie Ray after he got to Cy Young. They kind of brought in Gosman to kind of fill that void a little bit, and started out looking like they won the uh, pitcher replacement lottery, but,
1: yeah, but they even to get Barrios back, so it probably
0: averages out a bit there. Yeah, I guess. So, and for the benefit of the show, Gosman, as you mentioned, is on Colin's team. Yeah. And Barrios is on Jeff's team. So, yeah. So, if Gosman's trending down, Morale for the podcast, trending up. Trending up! Because <laughs> hashtag hey, not Colin. The Hashtag up. welcome back, Sloppy Frost.
1: I can't like that. That's fine. Finger problem. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: That's Juan good. Soto. Yeah, there you go. There you go.
1: He did hit a home run. Three runs, three yeah, RBI. Five, five total bases and a .095 average. That ain't good. Number two, uh, Max Muncy.
0: Oh, there you go. Okay.
1: Who's come back from IR is still junk, apparently. Yeah. One one run zero, zero, two total bases. He hit one twenty five on the week. Not great. And then I did a panic pick there after you took Stanton. And I came up with Brendan Rogers.
0: Yes, Brendan Rogers.
1: Buzz, Buzz is learning why I dropped him. Yeah. One total base on the week. Hit two one. runs and an RBI, but one total base.
0: Yep. That is a it, tough it, look.
1: It's 056.
0: Yep, not good at all.
1: Back to the waiver aisle, section nine for you. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. See a flavor of the fucking week. Thanks yep. for playing. Enjoy the rest of your season on waivers.
1: Bye. That's right. Yep. It was good while it lasted.
0: Speaking of waivers, Bishop, uh, was it JP Crawford either traded for or traded away?
1: I traded him to Bishop. And then he dropped him, and I think Nolan picked him up, and he's been decent again since Nolan picked him up. Am I reading that right? nah uh, he's on waivers.
0: And unclaimed, oh, is he? just free agent, just sitting there. 54% owned. That is plummeting. Remember, it's funny how this works. Remember early in season, uh, all these guys that explode out of the gate, the fizzle out, a Suzuki. Remember Owen Miller? How long was Owen Miller, like, number one? Number five, top five fantasy player in the league. He was up there for a long fucking time.
1: I don't think he was ever top five, but your point remains.
0: It's funny how these guys like they start out hot, hot shit. And so seldomly does it continue. Like you just yep. fucking grab them all. Owen Miller. There was actually another guy. There was a couple guys for the Guardians. Owen Miller and uh it was uh, it Straw? Miles Straw. Straw. Yes, that's exactly it. Miles Straw. Thank you. Those two guys were like Top 20 players for the first three to four mm-hmm. weeks. So it's just like grabbed now, added 72% in the last day, and now they're both on waivers in every fucking pool, man.
1: It's the whole uh, start a new job complex.
0: Yeah, that's you know, right. when you're
1: when you're coming out of camp, you're like, oh, I've got a major league spot, feeling good. I'm gonna fucking crush this, kill it every day. I'm gonna yep. be a superstar employee. to knock it out of the park. Yep. And then after a month, they're like, fuck this corporate shit. I get paid every week no matter what. Yeah, you're right. It's because he's just got sand in his giant.
0: Sand in his giant.
1: Figure it out, say
0: ya. That's right. Get some badges still well, we'll, and get to the we'll fucking plate. Say ya later, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, anyway. Shout out to Albies and Walker Bueller, who saw their seasons in this week. Two yeah. fantasy Goliaths.
1: Let's pour a drink out for our dead homies, real quick.
0: Yeah, I had Bueller in Bishop's pool. My pitching was top shelf. Yeah. That was a loss. I mean, don't get me wrong, my pitching's pretty deep. I can uh, withstand loss because, you know, beat Megan this week, number one team.
1: <laughs> I'd like to give uh, Bueller a bit of an analogy. Don't worry, it's very short. goes like this Thank you, Buzz, for not entertaining trading me, Walker Bueller. <laughs> That's the whole thing we're
0: done yeah you guys were close to making a deal for him were you not not really
1: i mean we chatted about it for a hot minute but that's really all it was he wasn't interested in trading him at all
0: so thank you right yep all right friend we'll touch base with you same time seven actually not same time much earlier please talk to you next week goodbye bye Thank you for listening to the Weekly Fantasy Roundup. Contact us anytime at theweeklyfantasyroundup at gmail.com.